Hey folks, have you heard of cancer-fighting foods? The American Cancer Society discovered diets rich in fruits and vegetables may actually lower your risk of cancer. Think about that for a second. That's really important. Hopefully, you hear this and run to the store for five servings of fruits and vegetables every day. But if you're like me, you probably don't have the time to do that, right? So maybe you should consider adding Field of Greens to your daily health regimen. Each fruit and veggie in Field of Greens was doctor-selected for studied health benefits. There's a heart health group, lungs, kidneys, and metabolism groups, even healthy weight. What your body needs is in each scoop of delicious Field of Greens. I take it every day. Sometimes I put it in a shake. Sometimes I put it in my egg white omelet in the morning. Field of Greens can help prevent, treat, and cure cancer? No, but it can powerfully help you audit your next checkup. Your doctor will notice your improved health or you're going to get your money back. Here's the most amazing thing about it. I started using Field of Greens a year ago. My cholesterol is down. My blood sugar is down. My weight's down. My health is up. My sleeping patterns are better. My metabolism is up. If you want to experience what I've experienced, go check out Field of Greens. Jump into the ring here. You're going to get an enormous benefit. And it's so simple. Single scoop, a couple of seconds, healthy lifestyle all day long. Now, thanks to our good friends at Brickhouse Nutrition, Field of Greens is going to give you a 15% off discount plus free rush shipping. All you got to do is go to fieldofgreens.com and use the promo code JUSTNEWS for your discount. That's promo code JUSTNEWS at fieldofgreens.com. Fieldofgreens.com, promo code JUSTNEWS. Go check it out. Hello, American. Happy Saturday. I know what you're thinking. Why is John Solomon in my ear? And it's Saturday. He doesn't have a show on Saturday. Well, this weekend, we decided to do a special edition because we had some great interviews we did this week. We wanted to turn them into a great listening experience for the weekend. Two good folks on the front lines of history, former White House Chief of Staff Mark Meadows, here to talk about how the FBI, how the Justice Department ripped those declassified documents from the Russia collusion probe from your hands, my hands, the American public's hands, on the last day that Donald Trump was president. An extraordinary story. It's taken me 18 months to find out what happened with those documents. President Trump thought they were going to the American people. They never got there. Why? The Justice Department got in the way, made a last-minute 11th-hour plea. Hey, don't release those documents yet. We might have some Privacy Act information, private information we need to redact. Give them to us. We'll redact it. We'll give them to the American public afterwards. Yeah, sure, that didn't happen. Mark Meadows is going to describe how that happened in the final few hours of the Trump presidency and what we can do now to try to get those documents out. And then Morgan Ortega, former spokeswoman for the State Department, former senior advisor to Secretary of State Mike Pompeo. We're going to talk about all that's going on in the world, including... President Joe Biden's recent trip to the Middle East and all things foreign and what's going on with Ukraine, going on with Russia. So much to talk about there. Got a great show for you. We're going to take a quick commercial break here from our sponsors, our great partners, our advertisers, and then we'll come right back. We'll start right off with Mark Meadows, former chief of staff to the White House of Donald Trump. Hey folks, have you heard of cancer-fighting foods? The American Cancer Society discovered diets rich in fruits and vegetables may actually lower your risk of cancer. Think about that for a second. That's really important. Hopefully, you hear this and run to the store for five servings of fruits and vegetables every day. But if you're like me, you probably don't have the time to do that, right? So maybe you should consider adding Field of Greens to your daily health regimen. Each fruit and veggie in Field of Greens was doctor-selected 
for studied health benefits. There's a heart health group, lungs, kidneys, and metabolism groups, even healthy weight. What your body needs is in each scoop of delicious Field of Greens. I take it every day. Sometimes I put it in a shake. Sometimes I put it in my egg white omelet in the morning. Field of Greens can help prevent, treat, and cure cancer? No, but it can powerfully help you out at your next checkup. Your doctor will notice your improved health or you're gonna get your money back. Here's the most amazing thing about it. I started using Field of Greens a year ago. My cholesterol is down, my blood sugar is down, my weight's down, my health is up, my sleeping patterns are better, my metabolism is up. If you wanna experience what I've experienced, go check out Field of Greens. Jump into the ring here. You're going to get an enormous benefit. And it's so simple. Single scoop, a couple of seconds, healthy lifestyle all day long. Now, thanks to our good friends at Brickhouse Nutrition, Field of Greens is going to give you a 15% off discount plus free rush shipping. All you got to do is go to fieldofgreens.com and use the promo code JUSTNEWS for your discount. That's promo code JUSTNEWS at fieldofgreens.com. Fieldofgreens.com, promo code JUSTNEWS. Go check it out. Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. He's a former North Carolina congressman, former chief of staff to President Donald Trump. He is Mark Meadows. Mark, good to have you on the show. It's great to be with you, John. And you, you talk about me fighting. Yeah, indeed I did. But President Trump was the one he that was. day continued to make sure that transparency with the American people on this issue uh, was what it was all about. Yeah, it's so important. And you did everything to get these documents. You got them declassified, all the markings are on them. They're ready to go. The last second the Justice Department comes and says, oh, we thought of another issue. Tell us what happens on the morning of the 20th. Yeah, I think probably the biggest thing is there was some concerns about privacy, even though uh, you know I think it's very clear that some of the privacy issues that they were raising was really not an issue. Yeah. But out of the abundance of caution, we wanted to make sure that uh, that we didn't uh, harm anyone. And uh, and so we, we gave them those declassified documents. I want to stress they were yeah. declassified uh, documents to uh, do a final redaction for some of that personal information with the instruction that they were uh, to go ahead and disseminate those. Uh, we expected fully that they would do that within, yeah. uh, you know, at, at the most a few days. But here we are. A few years later. Surprising that a lawful order from a sitting president doesn't get followed by the Justice Department? Yeah, I think probably the biggest concern for a lot of people is they want to get to the bottom of it, John. And, and uh, you know, you, you've done a lot of reporting on this. And uh, there's only been a few people that very early on said that this whole Russian narrative, that something didn't add up. And indeed, it didn't add up. And uh, and we found that not only were some of the allegations made by uh, some of the Democrats false, uh, but they were kind of guilty of what they were accusing Donald exactly. Trump of. And so uh, projecting. Uh, and so I think that this, uh, you know, uh, the work that that you're doing and, and some of the others, t- uh, you know, uh, uh, Mr. Fenton, uh is, is really critical because it's, it's something that uh, the American people just say, listen, uh, 
uh, are we ever going to get to the bottom of it? Uh, and and you and I know the truth. Donald Trump knows the truth. Yeah. Uh, others around him know the truth. It's time that the American people know the truth. Amen to that. Absolutely. Hello, gentlemen. I'm coming in to, uh, to join the party. So thank you for letting me <laughs> rain on your parade. I want to I wanna ask you, Congressman, because there's a very concerning element out about this. During your time as chief of staff, um, did this happen often? In, in this case, obviously, it was the DOJ. But an instance where you would have a government entity defy the president. And, and furthermore, um, would this happen under a different president? Well, uh, you know, the swamp is pretty deep and uh, you coming in, I don't know that you're raining on our parade as much as you are uh, adding a little bit of clarity. Uh, you know, uh, hopefully the clouds are rolling back and we'll get some clarity on it. But when when we look at this, uh, this particular president was all about draining the swamp. Uh, you know, and when he was running, that was more of a campaign slogan. When he got there, he realized that not only was the swamp very deep, but they they would fight back. And uh, uh, oftentimes he said, you know, I want to do this and get this out to the American people, not just declassification in terms of of issues that affected uh, him or his campaign personally, but issues that affect the American people. And uh, and what would happen is, is he would have a directive and then we would see uh, as people were leaving the Oval Office, uh, you know, they were nodding uh, compliance in the Oval Office. And the minute they go out, they say, well, we don't we're not going to do that or we're going to find all the reasons not to do it. So I found it very often uh, while I served as chief of staff, but also found it as a member of Congress that uh, many times we would go in and the, and the president was all in on a transparency issue only to find uh, that many, uh, whether they be at uh, a particular agency uh, or the Pentagon, uh, they started pushing back. Absolutely stunning. Uh, you more than anyone, I think you and Devin Nunes did more than anyone, maybe Jim Jordan, to really squeeze this story out of the Justice Department, the FBI, because at the beginning, everyone was convinced that the president was some sort of stooge of Russia. Then we find out there was zero evidence of it, and it was all contrived. When you take a look at the documents that you helped uh, get declassified that the American public are going to get soon, we're going to get these documents. What is the big story you want the public to take away from? What did you learn from them when you went to well, them? I think probably the biggest thing is, is the whole narrative that uh, many of uh, the Democrats on Capitol Hill built their foundation on. Uh, if they were looking at the same documents, and, and honestly, some of our... Uh, uh, our nemesis, uh, whether it be Adam Schiff or others, they had access to some of these. So there's no way that they could go on Sunday show after Sunday show after Sunday show and say what they did, uh, looking at, at, at the very documents that, uh, that I've had the opportunity to review. And so uh, the president knew that. We knew that. You know, it was painstakingly. And you mentioned uh, Congressman Devin Nunes. I mean, uh, he and Jim Jordan did uh, real yeoman's work in, in trying to get to the bottom. Men, oftentimes when nobody uh, out there really believed them, and now all of a sudden uh, many in the media are starting to realize that there was not a, uh, uh, a real nexus for the, the Democrats' narrative, and there was one for Donald Trump's narrative. And I think what's what's so important about this story in particular is that it illustrates a larger problem. Uh, Congressman, what you were talking about as far as when President Trump came in and he would he would declass things because he felt like it was important to the American people. And, and you could almost 
witness people in Washington, D.C., well, this is not how it's done. We don't do things this way in this town. What is it going to take for it for for it to change how things get done? Well, I I can tell you it's going to take someone with real courage because, uh, you know, Donald Trump was willing to do that and fight the fight. Uh, I can tell you a lot of people are not willing to do that. Uh, A lot of people that are willing to raise their right hand and run for uh, for the office, the highest office in the land uh, are are more intent on just uh, looking the other way and saying, well, that's the way the system is. And so it's really a revamp of. Uh, of making sure that our intelligence community really is looking at real intelligence and uh, and not using any of that for domestic purposes uh, and and uh, and not politicizing it you know and and it's real easy to paint a very broad brush and I, I don't want to do that here today to paint a broad brush to say that uh, all the folks in in the intelligence uh, agencies are, are, are doing this. I think it's some that's actually used it for the wrong purpose and they've allowed it to be perverted. And in in that, we've got to get to the bottom of it. And so uh, whatever three letter agency you want to apply to that, uh, you know, it's just a good government kind of thing. But I don't know that there's too many that have the intestinal fortitude to stand up to the swamp. That's why it's gotten to be as bad as it is. Yeah, no, and it's a, it takes a high cost, as everybody who's ever stood up there and finds out. I mean, they can do a lot of things to, to poke holes in your back while you're, while you're just trying to get the American's truth. I want to turn to the issue of the size of government, because you've been a champion of, of a smaller government, less regulation, less taxes. Most Americans finally got to see what a big socialist government looks like in the first couple of years of Joe Biden. It seems like they're having buyer's remorse in it. Do the Republicans, because you work so closely with them, what you're doing at CPI is so essential, do the Republicans have a mandate coming out of this election? And do they have a plan to start to shrink the size of government, maybe make some of those recalcitrant uh, bureaucrats, uh, put them on the jobless uh, unemployment line? You know, uh, really, when it comes to shrinking the size of government, it gets, as you know, John, it's really hard with the Civil Service uh, Act that yeah. is in place. It's, you know, over four decades old and, and uh, uh, allowing federal employees to use their talents in other places is not something that that comes very easily. I will say this, that uh, do they have a mandate to answer your question? The, the answer is yes. Do they see that when you have government spending, it affects your pocketbook at home? Without a doubt, they're paying for it at the pumps. They're paying for it in the price of food. They're paying for it in almost anything that they're purchasing right now. What is that? Well, that's growing the size of government. So, so the plan, honestly, is probably just uh, slowing down the growth of government so that it matches uh, whatever uh, our inflation rate would be or uh, increase in population. But really, government has increased exponentially when you compare it to inflation rates and our population growth. Uh, it's just one new agency after another. And uh, the American people have a hard time figuring out what most of these folks do, and they, they really don't get it. Wow, what a great interview. So fun to have Amanda and I have that discussion. We're going to be right back with more interviews just like that one. Hey, folks, if you're a homeowner and you're like me, you want to protect your home, right? But when's the last time you checked on the title to your home? If you never have, listen to this. A new report on homeowners shows we all now have $16 trillion in equity. That's an all-time high in America. That's why you need protection from a scam the FBI calls house stealing. 
That's when the equity in all of our homes is the target, sadly, of scammers. If nobody's watching the title to your home, these scammers can transfer your title to their name, take out loans, and your equity could be gone. Poof, gone. You have to protect your equity from this despicable crime right now with triple lock protection from my good friends at HomeTitleLock.com. The first step is to check on your home's title to see if it's still in your name. Sign up with your address at HomeTitleLock.com and be sure to use the promo code JUSTNEWS. They're going to send you a complete title scan of your home's title in your first 30 days of triple lock home title protection. That's legendary protection, by the way. It's free. HomeTitleLock.com. Use the promo code JUSTNEWS. One more time. Go to HomeTitleLock.com today and protect your most important asset, the equity in your home. All right, folks, as we draw near to another critical election, it's not only about casting your vote. It's about elevating your voice, making your voice be heard. AMAC is more than just a senior discount organization. They unite like-minded patriots like you and I, committed to preserving our cherished values and actively opposing the leftist agenda that's sweeping across America. Just look at their recent victories. AMAC members helped to push forward an investigation into practices that inflate drug prices. They successfully defeated ranked choice voting in order to protect traditional voting methods, and they've also helped block a federal takeover of elections. As AMAC's membership grows, Washington is listening. Every new member strengthens this movement. If you love America, visit AMAC, A-M-A-C dot U-S slash Just News to become a four-year member for just $30. That's a great discount. AMAC is not only better for America, it's better for you. Membership gives you access to the AMAC magazine, free Social Security and Medicare guidance, money-saving discounts, trusted news, sweepstakes, and so much more. It's a community, not a service. Take advantage of our election year sale, four years for just $30 at AMAC. By joining over 2 million Americans, they can't ignore your voice in Washington anymore. Join now at AMAC, A-M-A-C dot U-S slash Just News. That's A-M-A-C dot U-S forward slash Just News. She is Morgan Otegas. Morgan, great to have you back on the show. Great to be back. Thank you for having me. We saw these reports coming out of Reuters, I think it was, that quoted a top Iranian official as saying the country has all it needs to build a nuclear weapon. When you hear that, what does it say about the Biden policy approach to Iran? Well, it's certainly not surprising to me from a technical perspective. Those of us who have been following uh, the Iran issue closely as I did, because, of course, we instituted the maximum economic pressure campaign against Iran to make sure that this sort of thing didn't happen in the Trump administration. Um, But those of us who watch it closely know um, that they have had this technical capability that they were getting closer to it. I'll tell you, John, what's different about where we are right now is normally the Iranian leadership doesn't talk about it publicly. Uh, They know that we know what their capabilities are, that they're trying uh, perhaps to get to building a nuclear weapon. But they have this uh, fatwa that they issued. I think it's sort of a fake fatwa that said they weren't going to build a nuclear weapon. And that's something that they sort of hide behind publicly. Um, and, and so I do think uh, it's something that your audience should take note is the fact that the Iranians are now talking about this publicly. It could be in reaction uh, to President Biden uh, with the Israelis signing the Jerusalem Declaration, um, saying that Iran would never obtain a nuclear weapon. So it could be in reaction to his visit. In general, uh, I just think that this is who they are and they're showing their cards more and more. Uh, they refuse to take uh, the negotiating table seriously, which we know, as I've talked to you and your audience about before, the Russians, uh, of all people, of all entities, the Russians have been negotiating on our behalf in Vienna. Uh, that failed. They later went to Doha. Another round of negotiations failed there. Um, so 
President Biden really had to go hat in hand to the region uh, with uh, a policy that he pursued that just flat out didn't work. And it also angered our allies, the Israelis, uh, the Saudis and the Emiratis. Morgan, with respect to the perpetual strife between Israel and Iran, um, I think that Israel and then Prime Minister Netanyahu grew accustomed to a very close working relationship with the United States under President Trump. And as, as we observe the dichotomy between that and where Israel is right now with their relationship with the United States, I have to, it just seems like they may have a little bit of feelings of abandonment because it's not the same as it was three, four or five years ago. Yeah, listen, I think it's not a good thing for the state of Israel to have a partisan relationship um, in the United States with one party. So what do I mean by that? Uh, typically, uh, it, Democrat administrations were also equally supportive of the state of Israel in the past. Um, and But Republicans, especially under President Trump, had the strongest relationship over the most pro-Israel administration than we've seen in modern history. Um, so, you know, the Democrats, I guess they can't stand anything that Trump does and they want to do the opposite of it, even if it's sounding good policy. Uh, so I, I don't think as someone who's a supporter of the state of Israel, I don't think it's a good thing for the state of Israel um, to have a partisan uh, relationship. But I, it's also there's not much they can do about it because the left in the United States keeps going more and more and more left. Uh, as it relates to Israel, we hear a lot of anti-Semitic comments uh, coming out of the uh, like the squad and other parts of the Democratic Party about the state of Israel. And so I'm very concerned as an American. I'm very concerned uh, after Biden. I don't see a lot of appetite in the Democratic Party to be as supportive of the state of Israel um, as prior administrations have. We saw this in the Obama administration where they began to have where President Obama himself had a had a pretty had a very difficult relationship, to put it mildly, uh, with Prime Minister uh, Netanyahu. Um, you guys might remember very famously Netanyahu was meeting with Obama and they took him out the side door um, as opposed to, you know, a, a dignified main entrance that a head of state would normally take. So the seeds were planted now. And if you go look and see what leftists around America say um, about the Jewish people say about the state of Israel, it, it is very, very chilling. Yeah, and polling is showing a majority of uh, Democrats don't support the state of Israel, uh, which is really remarkable. Um, Morgan, on That's my right. podcast today, I had the Isra former Israeli ambassador to the United States, Ron Dermer, someone I'm sure you know. Oh, good. Yep, and he yeah. said his home country is moving closer to having to act on its own to stop Iran's nuclear program because of Joe Biden's policies. Have a listen to what he said. I want to get your reaction to it. The deal makes the chances of a war much higher. I think right now the chances of war between Israel and Iran are much higher than they were before because Iran is getting closer and closer. The only way that we can prevent a war, and this is maybe counterintuitive to people, but it shouldn't be. As the Romans said, if you want peace, prepare for war. You must have a credible military threat. Must have a That's credible right. military threat. Do we have that under Joe Biden? You know, he said in a in an Israeli TV interview whenever he was there that he would never let Iran get a nuclear weapon um, and that the use of force would be uh, would be on the table as a last resort. Um, it's the first time he said it publicly that I can recall in this particular administration. Uh, I think that there's a lot of people that, you know, that may have their doubts. That, listen, I'm hoping that we can take him um, at face value, but he certainly uh, wants to focus on other things. 
I think that's one of the reasons why he wanted the Iranians to get back in the JCPOA. I think that he thought, well, if we can just get them back in the Iran deal, then we can sort of paper over the Middle East and move on to China or, you know, move on to other things. But unfortunately, that's not how the world works. And and I think, by the way, I think this is very similar for how he's handled the situation in Russia as well. When you try to appease these people, when you don't start off in a position of the strength, uh, I actually think that that begets war. I think it prolongs war. Um, I agree with the ambassador, um, the former Israeli ambassador to the United States that you had on your podcast um, that, you know, listen, the Iranians understand one thing. Uh, they understand strength. And this administration has not exuded any strength with the Iranians, which is why we're in the per- precarious position that we're in. Morgan, there were also some incredible comments from Ambassador Germer from John's podcast. He also said that if President Biden uh, stuck to some of the principles of the Abraham Accords, that he would get a lot further. And you made a very prescient comment at the top of the hour when you said that, you know, Democrats obviously don't want to do anything that President Biden did or President Trump did. They don't want to keep any of his policies. But it Mm -hmm. seems that according to Ambassador Germer, that would have been the way to go to make progress. I think so. And, and the amazing thing about it is you know, people, especially on the left, uh, diminish the impact of these deals, uh, diminish their severity and, and what would happen to the region. And they were wrong, by the way. Uh, these deals, you know, it, first of all, the, this administration didn't even want to say the name Abraham Accords for, for a while, for the first few months of the administration. They finally were able to say the name. They started making small steps into trying to uh, you know, perhaps beef up the Accords, Accords, bring more countries in, which, by the way, anybody who was involved in the Abraham Accords, Mike Pompeo, Jared Kushner, Adam Bowler, Brian Hook, you go through the list. Anybody who was involved in the Accords would say, well, absolutely, we would want the Biden administration to expand upon them and to build upon them. I think what's amazing about their lasting impact um, is that it really didn't matter which political administration came into power in the United States next. Uh, the Gulf Arab states and the Israelis, they started trading ambassadors. They started trading goods and services and, and economic cooperation and tourism and travel and opening embassies. All of these things started happening despite the Biden administration even being unable to say the name Abraham Accords, because what we put in place was a lasting peace. And that you did. Real quickly, got about 20 seconds left. Uh, Putin is going to Iran next week. What are we to make of that? Uh, Not surprising. Uh, You know, there have been reports. uh, The National Security Advisor said it that the Iranians were going to provide uh, unarmed militarized drones to Russia that would have devastating consequences for Ukraine. Um, if that's true. Uh, so maybe, just maybe, John, we shouldn't have had them negotiating on our behalf in Vienna. Here's a thought. <laughs> that is a very good thought. Now, that's why we do interviews, so we can learn news, give you facts, so you can make up your own mind. Information, not indoctrination. News, not noise. All right, we're going to give you more of it right after this commercial break. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs. A gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs. Now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. 
Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. All right, America, thanks for listening today. So grateful you joined me on a Saturday. Every so often I like to throw a Saturday one in there just to see if you're paying attention. Actually, that's not the reason I do it. I do it because we got some extra content, some really great interviews, and we want to share it all with you. We don't want to leave anything on the cutting room table when it has news and something that will make a difference for you and me and the American public. A big giant thanks to our guest today, Mark Meadows, Oregon Ortegas, for taking time to share their thoughts and ideas with us on a Saturday. Always so grateful for that. And then before you go, you know, I always like to give you an opportunity. We have amazing partners, amazing advertisers, amazing sponsors. They come here, they offer things for us. They have great products, great services. They support this. And every time you buy one of their services, one of their products, you're making the journalism here at justthenews.com, at John Solomon Reports, at Just the News, Not Noise Possible. We have some good friends that are serious about safe gun ownership. They want owners of guns who are competent, who are responsible, who are trained and are safety conscious. And so safe shooting skills and training are available online. I bet you didn't know this from experts. It's easy to do. I'm taking one of the courses right now. Learn how to safely shoot, store, and care for your firearm from the IHEA. All you got to do to take advantage of this incredible course is visit ffcourse.org. Let me give you that URL again, www.visitffcourse.org. And you go there today, take one of the accessible online courses. That's a very simple thing to do. You're going to be smarter, more competent. You're going to build that memory muscle on good safety gun. There was a gentleman last Saturday going through a mall in Indiana, had taking advantage of the state's new constitutional carry and duty called. There was a mass shooter who decided to unload and within 15 seconds of that mass shooter starting to shoot innocent Americans, this brave young man pulled out his gun, fired 10 shots, hit eight of them right on the money with the gunman, killed that gunman, neutralized that gunman, saved maybe dozens of lives because the mall was very crowded on a Saturday night. That's the sort of thing that a safe, memory-muscled, competent, responsible gun owner can do. That's why open carry in the Second Amendment exists, why constitutional carry is growing now to over half the states in America. But you got to be prepared. You got to be trained. You got to be safe at all times. I believe in the Second Amendment, but I also believe in the responsibility for the safest possible gun ownership. Don't be like that father who left a gun near his four-year-old when he was arrested last week and the four-year-old shot at the police in Utah. I don't know if you've seen that video. Very, very disturbing. All of us should be concerned about it. Don't let that be you or your family. Be safe. And my friends at IHEA, well, they've got it covered. All you got to do is go to ffcourse.org today. It's really easy today to do that. It's good, folks, and you want to do that right now. One more time, visit ffcourse.org. That's what you're going to go visit, ffcourse.org today to get that firearm safety training. It's easy. It's accessible. You're going to be a smarter, safer, better, more competent, more trained gun owner because of it. Go check it out today. We're always grateful for it. All right, folks, we're going to take a Rest of the day off. We'll be back tomorrow with our normal Sunday show. We got a good one coming up. Don't miss it. Five great guests, including my good friend, Congresswoman Claudia Tenney, as well as Rodney Davis, 
the man who's done more to unravel what Nancy Pelosi and the Democrats knew about January 6th before January 6th. We're going to have a lot of news on that. Don't miss it. It's a great show. We'll have a great night. All right. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Until then, God bless you. God bless this incredible country of America, as he always has. Yep, you've been listening to John Solomon Reports, a special Saturday edition right here at justthenews.com. Folks, everyone knows the next medical crisis is just around the corner, whether it comes in the form of a pandemic or something much more mundane like a tick bite. You and your family need to be prepared. That's what we learned from this last pandemic, right? That's where the wellness company comes in. You know the wellness company. We have their great doctors like Dr. Peter McCullough on all the time on our shows. The wellness company and their doctors are medical professionals that you can trust. And the new medical emergency kits are the gold standard when it comes to keeping you safe and healthy, and most importantly, prepared. Be ready for anything. This medical emergency kit contains an assortment of life-saving medications, including ivermectin and z The medical emergency kit provides a guidebook to aid in the safe use of all of these life-saving medications. So you know what you're doing. From anthrax to tick bites to COVID and even the bioweapon like the plague, the wellness company's medical emergency kit is exactly what you need to have on hand to be prepared. Rest assured knowing that you have emergency antibiotics, antivirals, and antiparasitics on hand to keep you and your family safe from whatever the globalists throw your way. Go to www.twchealth/justnews today in order. That's twc.health/justnews and use the promo code justnews to save 10%. Hey there, it's Amanda Head, and I am thrilled to introduce to you my new exciting podcast, Furthermore, with Amanda Head, broadcasting weekly from sunny Los Angeles, California, and brought to you by the dynamic Just the News Podcast Network. On this fresh and engaging podcast, I delve into the latest news with a little bit of a twist, exploring the furthermore of every story. But this isn't your typical run-of-the-mill news commentary or politically charged program. I interview a diverse range of guests, including business leaders, entertainers, musicians, educators, experts, politicians, and many influential figures from both the United States and around the world. So why not make your Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays a little more interesting? Tune in on your preferred podcast platform and discover furthermore with Amanda Head on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. And don't forget to hit that follow or subscribe button and be sure to download the latest episodes. I can't wait to have you join me on this exciting journey. Thank you.